Your industry is unique. It faces its own challenges and risks that set it apart. That means choosing just any insurance company just won't cut it. At The Hartford, we take pride in knowing the ins and outs of your industry and help provide solutions that suit how you do business, from liability and property insurance to workers' comp and more. At The Hartford, we don't just talk about specialization, we live it. Learn how The Hartford can help your business at thehartford.com. You know success when you see it, or you think you do, the people in the spotlight. But what about those small business masterminds who succeed at making their money work harder? They do that by having a business bank account with QuickBooks Money, which now earns 5% annual percentage yield. Making your money work as hard as you do? That's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. Welcome to the Bloomberg Law Podcast. I'm June Grosso. Every day we bring you insight and analysis into the most important legal news of the day. You can find more episodes of the Bloomberg Law Podcast on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and on Bloomberg.com slash podcasts. In an unusual turn, Johnson & Johnson will have to face a second jury in a California tell case because the first jury couldn't agree whether a dying woman was eligible for punitive damages. The jury did find that the company's talc products caused her cancer and awarded her $12 million. Joining me is Peter Henning, professor at Wayne State University Law School. Peter, tell us about the jury's findings as to damages against J&J, Colgate-Palmolive, and Avon. Well, the, the starting point is that it, they found that the talcum powder did, in fact, cause the cancer. So the award of the $12 million was for the, the damages and the harm that was caused to her. The, the question now is whether this second jury will give um, punitive damages or what California calls exemplary damages. And that that's going to require a different standard that the plaintiff has to show by uh, clear and convincing evidence that the defendant is guilty of what the statute says is oppression, fraud, or malice. And so that's a higher standard to pri- try to get punitive damages in this type of case. So in the punitive damages portion of the first trial, the jurors did not find evidence that Colgate acted with malice, but they were deadlocked on whether J&J did. So the child judge is requiring a new trial, sort of a mini trial, to consider only the punitive damages against J&J. How unusual is that? Well, certainly it's not uh, typical. Usually you have one jury deciding um, both the the award of actual damages, the harm to the plaintiff, and then punitive damages. For example, last month in New York, a jury awarded 
$300 million against Johnson & Johnson in punitive damages, and that was the same jury. So it's certainly not typical, but it is a way for a judge to bring together a new group of jurors and then to say, all right, you guys figure out whether there should be the award of any punitive damages. And for punitive damages, the California statute, which goes back to 1872, um, talks about uh, despicable conduct by the defendant. And so, you know, what they're going to have to look at is how despicable was Johnson & Johnson. Your industry is unique. It faces its own challenges and risks that set it apart That means choosing just any insurance company just won't cut it. You need a company with extensive experience in specialized insurance. At The Hartford, we take pride in knowing the ins and outs of your industry and helping provide coverage that suits your needs. The Hartford offers insurance solutions that help mid to large sized businesses like yours effectively manage risk from liability and property insurance to workers comp and more. With extensive experience in underwriting, risk engineering services, and claims, the Hartford goes beyond the expected to deliver innovative, customizable solutions and service that your industry, that your business, demands. At the Hartford, we don't just talk about specialization, we live it. Learn how the Hartford can help your business at thehartford.com. Hi, I'm Ron Kraszewski, Chairman and CEO of Stiefel. Financial Advisors, if you're not growing your practice, you're losing market share. Stiefel is a growing, entrepreneurial, advisor-centric firm built for successful advisors like you. Imagine having the resources of the largest wirehouses and the support of the boutique shops, but none of the bureaucracy to get in the way of you serving your clients. At Stiefel, it's your business, your book, your clients. I always tell the advisors we're recruiting, I want you to come to Stiefel and double or triple your business. Most of them laugh and shake their heads, but I'm serious. Don't take it from me. Take it from Stiefel's number one finish in J.D. Power's 2023 U.S. Financial Advisor Satisfaction Study. So there's a reason why 148 financial advisors joined Stiefel last year. Come join us and find out why Stiefel is the firm where success meets success. Visit www.choosestifel.com. Stiefel Nicholas and Company Incorporated, member SIPC and NYSE. You know success when you see it. Or you think you do. The people in the spotlight. Athletes, actors, artists. But what about the people behind the scenes? You know, the ones who make it all happen. The lighting engineers, the sideline photographers, the caterers. They're small business masterminds. And if there's one thing they have in common, it's making their money work harder. That's why they have a business bank account with QuickBooks Money, where they are now earning a generous 5% annual percentage yield. Yes, 5% APY. Making your money work as hard as you do, that's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. J&J says the process is prejudicial because the new jury won't hear all the evidence from the first trial. It will simply be told that the company has already been found responsible for the woman's illness. Is that a problem for J&J? Certainly it is, Um, and it will be a ground for their appeal. And usually most punitive damages awards are reduced 
either by the trial judge or by the uh, court of appeals that they will knock it down, but won't necessarily get rid of it completely. So uh, this would be one basis for Johnson & Johnson to appeal. But if there is an award of punitive damages here, it certainly gives the plaintiff leverage to try to negotiate some type of resolution because you're rolling the dice when you go to the court of appeals. You never know if the court of appeals might say, well, this is a company that made over $15 billion last year in earnings, and therefore a couple hundred million dollars is enough to punish them. Peter, I wonder, as I mentioned, the jury did not find that Colgate had acted with malice, so they're off the hook for punitives, and deadlocked as to J&J. Colgate stopped selling talc-based products in 1995, but J&J continues to use talc. Could that have had any part in the jury's decision? Oh, it certainly could. And, of course, the plaintiffs are going to try to argue that, or the plaintiff is going to try to argue that, uh, in this case, Johnson & Johnson is ignoring uh, scientific evidence and findings in other cases that they are liable. Now, they haven't been found liable in every case. Uh, Johnson & Johnson hasn't been found liable in every case that's gone to trial. But I think what is likely to happen is they're going to present at least some of their scientific evidence again and then say, look, Johnson & Johnson is ignoring a real threat here, uh, unlike Colgate, and therefore um, hold them responsible and send a message. And that's what punitive damages are. It's designed to punish the defendant. And so it's it's not a criminal finding, but it has some of the overtones of a criminal finding saying you simply ignored what you should have been doing, which is protect the safety of consumers of your products. So J&J is still facing more than 14,000 claims over its talc products. But as you mentioned, the record has been mixed. It's won some, lost some, settled some. Does that make it more difficult for the company to decide what to do going forward, whether to have a universal settlement of sorts? Uh, Certainly it does. I mean, the, the, the best thing for Johnson & Johnson would be to come up with a way to get all of these cases settled. But you know, that, that could run into certainly into the hundreds of millions and maybe into the billions of dollars. And so they may decide to you know, keep fighting and hope they can build up enough of a record where they get wins in trials that it will discourage at least some of the plaintiffs. But if you hear of about a major punitive damages award in a case, then you know the plaintiff's lawyers are going to swarm and uh, think, well, maybe I can get a slice of that exact same pie. And so it's not going to be easy for Johnson & Johnson to get out of all these cases. I mean, over 10,000 cases means that's spread across the country. That's not an easy way to come up with a settlement. And uh, they do gain a little bit of an advantage because 11,000 of the cases are filed in federal courts, but they've been consolidated for uh, pretrial information exchanges, a slight advantage, I guess. <laughs> that, you know, it, it, by, by bringing the cases together, it certainly uh, it lets Johnson & Johnson um, deal with them as one, but 
you know, w- once they're brought together, this is where Johnson & Johnson can start to look for some type of global settlement. But you know, they've got to figure out what that dollar figure is, and that's not going to be easy to figure out. All right. Thank you so much, as always, Peter. That's Peter Henning, a professor at Wayne State University Law School. Thanks for listening to the Bloomberg Law Podcast. You can subscribe and listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and on Bloomberg.com slash podcast. I'm June Grosso. This is Bloomberg. Your industry is unique. It faces its own challenges and risks that set it apart. That means choosing just any insurance company just won't cut it. At The Hartford, we take pride in knowing the ins and outs of your industry and help provide solutions that suit how you do business, from liability and property insurance to workers' comp and more. At The Hartford, we don't just talk about specialization, we live it. Learn how The Hartford can help your business at thehartford.com. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.